Sometimes, if you listen really hard, you can almost hear it. Our first ever instant star is... Jared, girl, you're the real thing. That moment in your life changes. It's about a girl who is just about to fly off and uh, see the world. Forever. Jude Harris! Hello and welcome to The Breakdown, an Instant Star Rewatch podcast. As always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Sam. And I'm here with the beautiful Chloe. And today, we are recapping Instant Stars Season 2, Episode 4, Miss World. Yes. yes Original yes. air date, March 3rd, 2006. What's your synopsis? Jude can't wait to get back in the studio to make the next album. Leaving, Le- leaving, Liam and Darius delay it. And unless she can pay for the studio time, she will be banned from G major. Desperate for cash, she hurts her father by signing over her trust fund to her mother. Wow, yours is way more descriptive than mine. <laughs> Jude can't wait to get back in the studio to start on her sophomore album, but unless she can pay for studio time, Darius and Liam will ban her from G Major. That's it. Nice. <laughs> what were your initial thoughts on this episode? You know, it's really interesting. For as many times as I've seen the show, I've never really been a fan of this episode, but I actually liked it this time around. I think it's... Because we saw Jude, like, stand up for herself, stand up for her music, and I was just really happy with it. See, I'm the opposite. I used to really love this episode, but then when I watched it through to do the recap, there were parts of it I really didn't enjoy as much as I remembered enjoying. Yeah. But we'll get into it. <laughs> well... We open the episode with Jude finishing a class at school and Speed is trying to get Jude's attention but she's more interested in getting to the studio to work with Tommy which is what she likes to call Tommy time and which Speed likes to call getting down with your producer. (laughs) (laughs) However, her Tommy time this week is interrupted by a meeting with Liam and Darius who suggest that she takes four to five months off before starting her sophomore album. And it's not really a suggestion, it's more of a decision that they've made. Yes. We then go to Jude's parents' house, and Jude discovers that the Friday night family dinner now includes her mum, her dad, and her mum's divorce lawyer. I didn't even know we were still doing the family dinner with her parents. It's like, (laughs) okay. Uh, Jude's parents are still arguing, And this time they're arguing about who should have control over Jude's trust. And while Jude gets the final say on who has control, at the moment she's too busy worrying about her future at G Major. I love that scene where she's imagining the divorce greatest hits. (laughs) Yes. So good. Uh, Jude and Speed go to G Major to crash Darius's TT party. And they bump into Sadie, who is literally in this episode for about 
one minute of screen time and she's <laughs> just getting drunk, which I love. Uh, at the same party, Jamie is trying to introduce Liam to Patsy, who he's still desperately trying to sign to G Major. But Patsy's more interested in spending the entire episode running out on Jamie at various points. <laughs> Darius announces Tommy and Liam as his new VPs of G Major, and he says that they'll act in his best interests while he's away. Uh, Jude and Speed then convince Darius and Liam that to boost Jude's credibility, she should record a bootleg and put it on the internet for free. Uh, Darius, I'd say he reluctantly agrees and Liam books Jude and Speed in with Tommy for three hours recording at 7am the next day I love how she says in the am and he says yes <laughs> uh, Jamie finds Patsy who ran off at her usual dive bar and when he tries to go off at her for running out on him she surprises him by kissing him uh, but Patsy's ex-boyfriend catches them kissing and threatens to beat Jamie up. But not before Patsy rescues Jamie by glassing her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yes. So they go and hide out G Major and they end up hooking up at G Major as well. Uh, we then see Jude back at her parents' house and she's practicing her song before the recording session in the morning. But she can't concentrate because her parents are still arguing. And storming out on each other. <laughs> Jude meets Tommy in the studio the next morning and she rattles off a long list of her problems and he suggests that she take advantage of the soundproof booth to let it out. So Jude and Tommy engage in a very cute soundproof screaming match together. Liam catches Jamie and Patsy who fell asleep at G Major and gives Jamie his second strike while Patsy just runs off again. <laughs> Jude and Tommy are goofing around while recording and Liam throws them out because they've used up their three hours. And he also bars Jude from G Major for four months. Jude begs Liam for a second chance and Liam reminds her that her debut album is still selling terribly and lets her know that it'll cost $500 an hour to rent G Major as an outside artist. Jude decides that because of this, it's time to find her own space to record, but she needs her dad to release some of her money, some extra money of hers, every month to afford it. And he says no. So Jude and uh, Speed and SME find Jude a rehearsal space, which she loves, despite the dodgy neighborhood. <laughs> Jamie Pat tracks Patsy down again. And she reveals that she upgraded, so to speak, his grandfather's jacket before running off for a third time. When he finds her again, he gives her this first aid kit that he made because she cut her hand the night before, uh, glassing her ex-boyfriend for him. <laughs> and he promises that he won't push G Major on her until she's ready. Jude makes the decision to sign her trust over to her mum, provided that... Her mum will let her have an additional $400 a month, to which her mum agrees. And then Jude's dad is really upset by her decision, but it helps Jude's parents finally sign their divorce papers and hopefully end all their fighting. 
Jude christens her rehearsal space with a performance of her new song, which Tommy records as the bootleg. And in the process, Tommy misses a call from Sadie. Jude and Tommy process the preceding days on the balcony of the studio space. And Tommy thinks that this bootleg will get them back in the studio together soon. The episode ends with Tommy promising that if the rehearsal door is ever locked, he'll just kick it down, which paraphrases what Jude said at the beginning of the episode to him. And that's the episode. Yes. Let's start from the top. I mean, I love Speed in this episode. Like, his whole attitude is just... I do too! He's on fire. (laughs) I love Speed. I feel like, like this, this episode, he really, episode, he really came into his own. Yeah, there's some episodes where I'm like, I just want to hug you. And this is one of those episodes where I'm like, I love you so much. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's, you know, um, he just comes out with all the greatest things in this episode. Like, so you can get down with your producer. And then when they're at the Tahiti party, he's like, I bet you Sadie Tula with me. Like, he's just, he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but then Jude goes to G Major and discovers that she should take a four to five month break. And I'm really confused by this. Is she in the bad books because of her behavior with Patsy? Or is she in the bad books because she had trouble recording overrated? I think it's a little bit of both. It just and I don't seems- think just seems contradictory because Darius said he'd Jude would be his priority he'd take care of her and now he's saying take four to five months off yeah now you have problem <laughs> yeah it's just seems very out of character I couldn't believe that Jude's parents are still arguing like oh my god I know I'm just like come on I was trying to figure out when did when did their mum learn about the affair? It was pretty early on in season one, wasn't it? Yeah. 206? Was no. it 206? 209, I think it was. Sorry, Yeah. Yeah, 109. So we're now mm. on 204. That's, it feels like a long time that this has been dragged out for. Which, I mean, I I get trying to show that divorce takes time and there's a lot of drama with it, especially with kids involved, but I'm like, you guys are really dragging this out. It just seems childish to me. I, just, I mean, my parents divorced, but it was very amicable. There was never any of this going on. So, I don't know. I'd love to know if this is a realistic portrayal of what it could be like. I think it depends on the people. Like, most divorces that I know about are amicable because both people are like, okay, this isn't working. Yeah. It's not a situation where one of them cheated and the other one got hurt. I mean, I know there are things as messy divorces. And I guess for the sake of the show, I mean, if it was an amicable divorce, that would be a boring storyline for the parents. They have to have yeah. Something to to keep them in the story. 
Uh, then we go to June Speed, who've crashed the party at G Major. And I, I love just how, like, Sadie appears for, like, a minute. It's like they kind of have to squeeze her in the episode for something, so she's just drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love Jamie and Patsy in this episode. I just... Yes. He's, he's trying to introduce her as the new act of G Major, but she's really not interested and she just keeps running off. <laughs> what did you think about Darius announcing Tommy and Liam as his new vice president? Liam, I wasn't so shocked about. Tommy, I kind of didn't see coming. But when he explained what their roles were going to be, I was like, oh, okay. Because Liam can't really do the music side of things. And Tommy can't do the business side of things. I guess it may end our Why Is Tommy Here series. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh. And also it set up the fact that Darius is going away because that's why he's mm-hmm. announced um, this this vice president announcement. I can't remember how long he goes away for it. I don't recall. I want to say it's for a minute. I mean, I want to say he's not in a few episodes. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, um, I said that and watch him be in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a quick break. Uh, and June Speed convinced Darius to let them record this bootleg, which I feel like throws us back to the early days of the internet where people there were just, such thing as bootlegs. Everyone was recording bootlegs and putting them on MySpace and things. Yes. And we understand that they're going to record at 7am the next day. What did you think about the Jamie Patsy scene at the bar where he tracks her down and says you shouldn't have run off with me and then she kisses him did you see that coming i guess you did because we've watched it before i honestly had forgotten about it i had forgotten like i knew it was coming up but i forgot it was this episode and so i was i was surprised and happy because i like even though it seems they're moving fast, I like the speed at what they're going. Yeah, same. Same. And I love how Patsy rescues Jamie from her ex-boyfriend instead of Jamie yes. rescuing Patsy. <laughs> yes. And uh, then they hide out at G Major, and I just I love the scene where he's um gets the first aid kit out and yes. helps her with her hand. I love that, like, he can be, he can have, he can still have those moments with her. And with her, it almost means more. Yes, I guess I have that point, yeah. They are reciprocated. And I love how, sorry, you finish. And, like... I mean, you look at Patsy and you can tell she's not used to that, but you can tell she enjoys it. Yeah, like she softens when he, you see her like whole personality kind of soften when he takes her hand to kind of, to fix it for her. Mm -hmm. Whereas the whole other, the rest of the episode, you've seen her 
in her like badass character. She softens yeah. a bit. You what can kind you... of see her drop the demeanor. Absolutely, yeah. She just she's she kind of softens into what her true character probably is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd love to know what you think about the scene in the studio where Tommy and Jude have that screaming match, and then um, they're goofing around in the studio together because. My memory of this episode is that I loved that scene, but for the first time watching it back, I thought this scene was really not out of place, but almost like out of line. I was like, Tommy, hello, like Sadie, your girlfriend is somewhere and you're behaving like this. I mean, I have it as my iconic moment, but just because when... When you think of Jami, that's one of the scenes you think of. But like you said, I thought Well, it's like when we talked to Steven and he had said something about how they could never fully let Jude and Tommy be together. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have all this chemistry and all this, but it's like, dude, you are dating her sister. You're being way out of line. And even from the beginning of the episode, Jude is, you know, calling it Tommy time. And I mean, I guess there's kind of this flirting going on. There has been forever, but it just feels more out of line this season. Yeah, like watching it now that I'm older and you know I've matured and I will forever and always ship draw me they will always be my OTP but I'm like they are really out of line with each other and I almost blame Tommy more because Jude's young she's you know there's so much chemistry between them and she's always really liked him and there's nothing that can happen but it doesn't stop the feelings that she has but Tommy's a great man and he's dating her sister it's up to him to set the boundaries Mm -hmm. well it's kind of like the whole thing is and I have to remind myself of this a lot with this show we never see Jude past 18. I mean, Jude's still only 16 right now. Yeah, just crazy. And so I, it is a lot of, she is really young. And as much as she knows it's wrong, she's going to give in to these feelings more so anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. But she's not mature enough to know, oh, there should be a boundary here. There should be a boundary in this situation. Yeah. Where he is, he's not setting on. Exactly. And whenever Jude's around, Tommy just forgets about Sadie. Like, the end of the episode, he goes to record the bootleg, and Sadie's really upset about, her parents divorce she calls him and he doesn't 
notice yeah i mean he doesn't and i know oh he was at the recording this that but i mean he didn't even look at his cell phone no and it's like you you're still gonna hear it yeah and sadie uh, sadie and tommy said they'd try again at the beginning of season two so tommy should be if Tommy knows Try. these feelings for Jude are so strong, he should either say to Sadie, I can't be with you, or truly put his feelings aside for Jude and fully try with Sadie. He's kind of half in and half out. Yeah. And this is coming from two Jommy, massive Jommy shivers. Massive Jommy fans. So I was surprised by my reaction to the iconic studio scene because... I've always loved it, but this time I was like, ooh, that feels a bit just out of place. Yeah. Well, then Liam says that Jude is barred from G Major for four months. Do you think this is a realistic storyline for an artist to be barred from their label for four months because of poor sales and a couple of slip-ups? Like, I think, no. I think Liam's point of view about the cost of everything was realistic. He wasn't trying to be mean. He was being yeah, religious. I think that was realistic, but I don't think like Barner and just he like keeps bringing it up and holding it over a head. Yeah, and I get that they're bad, but it's still selling. Yeah, and again, she's sixteen. I mean, it's your first album; you're still learning everything. Yeah. Cut her a break. Like, don't bar her for four months. Yeah. What are you going to achieve by barring her for four months? Nothing. Right. Well, then Jude finds the studio space, and I love... I love how this is the beginning of the rehearsal space because so much ends up happening there. Yes. And then we have some more cute moments with Jamie and Patsy. And I like how Jamie says he won't push G major on her. I mean, I think we all know mm. that that attitude changes, but at the mm. moment it's nice that he's being nice about it. Mm. What did you think about Jude deciding to hand to sign her trust over to her mum because her dad had said no? See, I'm on the fence about that, and it's only because I know what ends up happening with the mom. If I had no idea about that, then I would be like, well, that she got her studio space. That's all that matters. Yeah. But I know what ends up happening. I know what her mom does. And, it, and so I feel bad for Jude, yeah, even though she right hurts. now she's got away. And she hurts her relationship with her dad by doing what she does. Yeah. But but it does lead to them finally signing the divorce papers, thank God. Yes. Like, <laughs> hopefully this will end all the fighting. Yes. Well, then we have Jude performing Not Standing Alone in the rehearsal space. And I love that whole performance and the montage of... Yes. Like, Jude playing the drums and... Cat dancing, it's just great. Yeah. I wonder why Patsy and Jamie weren't there. I know. 
Maybe they were all hooking up again. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and then obviously we have the amazing end scene on the balcony. Yes. And Tommy says if the door's ever locked, he'll just kick it down. And it's kind of foreshadowing something he does end up doing a few seasons to come. Mm-hmm. What did you have your episode theme? Taking care of yourself. Ooh, tell me more. Just because of how she, well, like you said, she hurt her relationship with the dad by assigning her trust over to her mom. And she pretty much wasted the three hours in the studio because she had to vent. She was just distraught not distraught but so much going on from between her parents and with G major and this and that um which one thing that really I wish they would have done better with this they could have done so much with the Sadie and Jude storyline by having them come together in their parents divorce and just like talk like being there for each other yeah because the only time we've seen them do that is 110 where they have that photo shoot together yeah otherwise they've they're kept quite separate within the show mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point but, uh, i didn't really think of that I, so I think Jude, so she, but like, so now she has a place to escape when she just needs to get away. Yeah, absolutely. My theme was growing up, you know, Jude's getting her mm. own rehearsal space, Tommy's getting promoted, which is a form of, you know, going up, even growing up. Yeah. Um, Jude's parents are finally parting ways. Mm-hmm. And even Jamie's kind of growing up and entering this new relationship, which is unlike anything else he's experienced. Yeah. So I'm not sure maybe growing up isn't the right term, but it felt like everything felt like a kind of I think that up. makes sense. Maturing. Mm-hmm. Okay, our likes and dislikes. What were your likes? <laughs> My likes was the bootleg, the loft, just the whole montage when they were recording. Um, the when Jamie fixes Patsy's hand, I was shocked. I put down a Jamie scene. Oh, I know. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> um, And, oh, I put down the greatest divorce hits scene. Yeah, so clever. Yes. I had the divorce hits scene. I love that scene. Um, Just Speed's whole attitude this episode. I loved it. So yes. He really came into his own as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had Patsy. Just Patsy in general is a love. Yes. 
um, cats hitting on Mason at the end, like she was dancing really close to him. I love that. Yes. Um, not sure if you noticed, but I really liked the continuity with Jamie. They they showed him shirtless at G major, and he still had the J tattoo. Yes, I feel like we never see Jude's tattoo again, but we saw his. Yes. And then my last like was just the beginning of Patsy and Jamie's relationship. Mm. Patsy seems to bring out Jamie's soft, nurturing side, whereas I feel like Jude just always seems to make him angry. Yeah. What were your dislikes? Liam and Dawn. No. I had Liam, <laughs> just Liam in general. Um, yes. Jude's parents still arguing like kids. Yes. Um, I actually had a dislike, Tommy and Jude goofing off in the studio. It just it fell out of place to me, which I'm surprised I'm saying. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Darius saying that Jude was G Major's priority, but now he's just sliding her to the back burner. Mm-hmm. What was your chemistry cam moment? I actually had two. I had the last drama scene about if the doors have a locked, I'll kick it in. Um, and then I had the Patsy and Jamie hanging scene. Yeah, I had the Jamie and Patsy scene as well. So that'd like, be a determined to pick camp. a different scene than a Jommy scene. Yes, yes. Okay. Did you have any what the fuck moments? Well, I was Dawn at family dinner. <laughs> yeah, good point. I actually didn't have that one, but I had. What does Jude throw to Tommy when she gets to the studio at the beginning? What was that? I think it was some licorice. Oh, okay. I was like, what? What? <laughs> um, what the fuck is Jude's mum wearing in her hair when Dawn comes to family <laughs> dinner? <laughs> and why, of all places, did Jamie and Patsy hide out at G Major and sleep there? Doesn't Patsy have a place? That in Vargas' office. Yeah, ew. <laughs> Of all places in Jamaica, I'm like, why his office? Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to know who your heroes and villains were. I put Speed as my hero. Same. <laughs> <laughs> he was and just like, my villain fire. was Liam. I was going to put Liam, but I felt like for as mean as he was this episode, Liam was being a realist to Jude. True. So I put my villain as Darius because he'd really promised to look after Jude and now he's just not. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Okay, let's get into our song review for Not Standing Alone. Out of 10 instant stars, how many instant stars did you give it? I gave it eight. I love Not Standing Alone. (laughs) I love everything about the song, the production, how Alex sounds. It's just, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has that kind of it's still got that season one kind of grunginess but Jude's grungy sound is kind of being mellowed out a bit in a good way which I really like 
Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love the song. Did you have any pop culture? No. There was so much this episode. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so the episode title is Miss World, which is a song by American rock band Hole from their second album, Live Through This. I love Hole so much. <laughs> uh, Jude says, you are like a banana split after a week of being on the zone. And the zone is quite a famous calorie-restricted diet, which doesn't sound fun. No. Patsy says, I think you rented the wrong costume, Sergeant Pepper, to Jamie. (laughs) And the Sergeant Pepper album is a famous album by the Beatles. But apparently, he actually based this concept on a real historical military figure who was James Melvin Babington. Okay. Uh, Jamie says, we can hide out here until Sid Vicious drinks away the brain cell that remembers me. (laughs) And Sid Vicious was an English musician, best known as the bassist of the Sex Pistols. And he was also known for his heavy substance abuse as well. Jude says, cool MTV, this girl is joining the real world and getting herself a crib. Cribs was an amazing early 2000s. (laughs) MTV TV show which featured tours of celebrities homes love groups yeah I miss groups <laughs> um Wally says is it Wally or is it the other SME guy well the real word was an MTV show too that put like 12 strangers in a house for so oh. many months and they live together and like get to know each other it's been on for like 20 something years. Sounds like Big Brother in the UK. Yeah, kind of, like Big Brother. Mm. Um, I think Wally says, rumour has it, Joey, Joey Ramone once passed out on this very couch, and Joey Ramone is the lead singer of the punk band Ramones. And then Jamie says, in case you decide to call Desperado again, Desperado is a 1995 neo-Western action film Starring Antonio Banderas. There was a lot of pop culture this episode. Yeah. What was your favourite quote? I actually didn't have one. You didn't? I mean, besides the whole, if the door's ever locked in there, I'll just kick in the door. But that's so, we've said that for other things, so I didn't want to put that as my favourite quote. My quote comes from Patsy, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Whoa, somebody woke up on the wrong side of me. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just a Patsy stan forever. Like, now that yes. she's in all these episodes, I'm just going to rave about her every time. <laughs> what was your hashtag iconic? Well, I put it, but now that we've, like, dissected it, I, it's a really bad one, but I put the Jami recording session. That is iconic. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, ordinarily, I would have chosen that one. I chose <laughs> the balcony scene at the end with them. I was going back and forth, but I was like, well, I have that one as my chemistry cam, so I don't want to put it down for this, too. Yeah, I just love how he says, place where anything can happen, and then that foreshadows everything that does happen. 
in the next yeah. two and a half seasons. Yeah. Okay, let's spin a wheel for most likely to, and then we'll rate the episode. Who is most likely to use schoolwork as an excuse to get out of a commitment? Cat. I feel like she's very kind of studious. Yeah, I was thinking Cat. Yeah, let's say Cat. Okay, what was your episode rating out of 10 instant stars? I gave it seven. Same. We're very aligned this episode. Yes. <laughs> Seven instant stars. It was a good one. I'm kind of sad that I didn't enjoy it as much as I remembered enjoying it. But I know there's so much to come in the rest of season two. Right. Well, that was our recap of 204. Next week, we're recapping 205. Yes. An episode that I remember in a very specific way. So we'll see. (laughs) We'll see how I actually feel next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, as always, for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Breakdown, an Instant Star Rewatch podcast. The Breakdown was produced by me, Chloe, and Neon Network Production. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and listen to all episodes of The Breakdown on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time.